I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Drop Circle filmmaker Patty Greer is with us and... The uh, former student and associate of Dr. William Lefty Levengood uh, is with us as well. Uh, Penny, um, so uh, we, you were saying before the break that Dr. Levengood attributed crop circle formation to uh, these um, ion plasmas. Um, how, how do they work exactly? How do they, how do they, how do they create these incredibly intricate designs? Well, um, the thing that was the thing that was really the core of his work was the discovery of the CDP pulses, which then led to uh, a big uh, understanding, I guess I'll call it, of how plasma works. And in a nutshell, when you bring it down to what's happening at the level of science, every change that that occurs in our base energy, and that's, you know, anybody's energy, whether it's a person, a planet, an animal, you know, stalk of wheat, a change happens, and that is that impacts all of the other frequencies out there. And what he discovered was that there were patterns of, they were big plasma systems, big plasma systems, and they were composed of, microwaves, they had electric fields, and those electric fields would create these ion-electron avalanches that would affect the seeds and the plants um, that would grow from the, the, the seeds produced from those plants, if hit at a particular time, would grow amazingly well in the future. These same big plasma systems had ionized gases that were in motion, but it was stable kind of motion. It wasn't wild and crazy. It was like a, a, it already had the pattern of that, that crop circle in that plasma system. There was also some convective turbulence. Convective, most of the convection was vortex uh, kind of motion, like a tornado. 
Um, and then all of that would be interacting with the Earth's electric fields and different, different continents on our planet have different amounts and different types of electric fields moving across them. And then there were magnetic fields. Whenever you have an electric current, you create an electromagnetic field around it. And that electromagnetic field develops um, filaments. And those filaments then collect particles, and those particles create patterns. And, um, and then on top of all of that, there were thermal gradients both inside the plasma system and outside the system. And the result of the plasma system would be to um, hit a field. It would, it would take the shape of whatever was in the plasma pattern. The, the pattern is actually in the plasma. What you see is how things get created, how geometric forms get created. And plants are, and so are people, geometric forms. And, um, and the, all of those factors would affect the wheat or the corn or whatever it was a little harder to get a you have to have high energy in order to get a crop circle in corn because corn is so heavy and sturdy right right i mean it it sounds so incredibly complex but but patty uh over to you this is just not natural happenstance uh you know plasma meeting energy fields uh and so forth it must be guided by some intelligence don't you think I absolutely do, and I think this is going to be the hardest part for your audience to wrap their head around. The Earth is conscious. The Earth is alive, and we refer to her as female, Gaia, the Earth. And what we have is a consciousness, in my opinion, coming out of the Earth in a language that all people can understand. So the crop circles, I believe, are messages from the earth herself, warnings to the people, gifts to the people, messages to not only the people of earth, but every entity or other dimensional being flying over the earth or around the earth. Now, most of them are being found, we're saying, in Wiltshire, England, but I think the point is They've been documented the most in Wiltshire, England. They've been found all over the planet. It's just that other countries don't talk about it as much, and it doesn't get documented. But I assure you, they've been found in a lot of places. And when we look at the language that the Earth speaks, a lot of times it's a pictogram, a picture of something you can recognize. We've had mathematical uh, you called them fractals, I call them mathematics, where we've had the Mandelbrot crop circle and series of spirals of Fibonacci sequence, all different kinds of codes. Morris code has been seen in crop circles. We've seen atomic energy codes in crop circles. We've also seen more of than any other aspect, in my opinion, is the mandalas. And a mandala is a sacred geometry pattern that if you put a dot in the middle, it's a mirror image all the way out to the sides. What people didn't realize about so many sacred geometric formations was that if you spin the image, they light up and turn into 
in my opinion. Again, I'm saying this because a lot of people haven't heard this before, but you're seeing physical manifestations of perhaps um, schematics of lighting systems on ships, uh, propulsion systems on ships, or on other devices of motion. But crop circles are not accidental, and I think many of them are fully intentional directly from the mother to all of us on this planet. And I've been listening, and I feel so blessed to be looking at so many crop circles over the years because I feel like I've seen everything coming that we're in right now. Uh, Penny, do you, uh, do you concur with uh, Patty's theory that it, it's um, the Earth's consciousness interacting with these plasma vorti- vortices, or do you believe that there may be, as many people do, uh, a connection to extraterrestrials? Well, I'm going to say yes and yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's really important to understand that one of the things that um, we did in the lab was to be able to um, document and prove that plasma responds directly to consciousness. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. 
Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that uh, that doesn't have to be local consciousness. That can be something happening half a world away. So that's, you know, if plasma is responding to consciousness, then you're, everybody is a plasma being. We, Every human, every plant, every animal is a collection of plasmas. The heart is one plasma. The liver is another um, plasma formation. The eyeballs are still other plasma formations, your hair, your toenails, whatever. Um, they're all different plasma patterns that work together. You can affect those by your own consciousness. And when you're negative all the time and when you worry all the time, it shows. It takes, you know, you take yourself down. So, yes, and as far as ETs are concerned, um, I think that some of the uh, crop circles have come from people who have utilized that consciousness to send us a message because we were paying attention at that time. And I think there's a bigger message behind all of that even uh, that we're being invited into discovering that there are other forms of energy that can be harnessed um, and I think if we take those crop circles and we match those up to cymatic patterns that are formed when certain frequencies are played, I think we could begin to discover that we're being shown a bunch of frequencies that would be useful in moving into what I'm going to call the next dimension or the next level of evolution of the human being. And in fact, one of the messages that we got from uh, Linda, Linda Moulton Howe was working with Lefty and, and bringing all kinds of samples and things in. One of the messages that uh, she got was that, the, uh, that Lefty was, we were working and he was working with some stuff out of South America from a guy named Urander. And Urander had been picked up by ETs. They had said to him, um, hey, tell people we're, we're going to pick you up for two weeks. Let your family know you're going to be gone. We have some things we want to tell you and show you, et cetera. Um, we want people to know that we are here so we can move about freely. And so they picked him up, and, um, and they, the, we got some samples of the sheets that was uh, that he was laying on because it was burned. His outline was burned into the sheet. Uh, and that sheet, uh, I guess, um, that became sort of a doorway into the message. Linda, the whole thing that we were dealing with was how did they do that? How did they affect these fibers, this row of fibers in the sheet? And the one right next to it was not affected at all. And it wasn't burned. It was it was altered in some way that we couldn't figure out. And so um, Linda piped up after, you know, talking about this whole question. And she said, oh, I forgot to tell you. The message that came with these materials was that it is time for you to begin to understand how to use frequencies. 
And plasmas are just a whole bunch of frequencies of different sorts doing different things. Um, the frequencies of the microwave and the electric fields and, you know, all, all the ionized gases, those are different kinds of material that are formed from different kinds of plasma working together. So it, it became the message from our point of view was that crop circles were really a message to go beyond the pattern itself and look at the frequencies and figure out what frequencies are being used to make these patterns and what do they tell us about how to make certain patterns. Um, and I also have some information that I brought here to this place about some of the science that ETs use. And and I think we're supposed to be putting all that together. And we haven't, instead we've gotten caught up in arguments of conspiracy theory and Doug and Dave and all that. And of the 300 plus uh, crop circles that Levengood investigated, there were, I think there were something like 300, um, close to 350, 340 some Anyway, the, uh, the there were only a handful that were fake. Right. So well, pa Patty, let me ask you, is it possible that even with some of the hoaxers, that they, unbeknownst to them, that they are being in some way influenced and directed by whatever, you know, Earth's consciousness or from these interdimensional light beings or whatever to create even though they're they're just stomping around with boards on their on their feet is it possible that they are being influenced in the same way to create crop circles even though they're you know they're not spontaneous formations you know it's very possible that they're led by a higher source but most of them unfortunately are led by their egos and they post and they bloat the reality of how many crop circles they made. I won't name names, but I think that um, that system of, in England, the teams that are out making crop circles like to claim that they've made the great ones also. And Kenny and I and Lefty all agree that the crop circles they researched, 350, most of them were real. I will say that most of the ones I was in were real compared to fake crop circles made by humans. But I do agree that humans sometimes are gifted with sacred wisdom. I will say that the whole time I was visiting England, I was in a state that was nothing like I'm in today. It was the most etheric chapter of my life, making the films with absolutely no training. I was dealing with other dimensional consciousness that helped me produce the films. They ended up uh, being completely honest because I didn't read other people's research. I didn't hang out with the people that claimed they were making crop circles because I don't find them very interesting. It's a distraction, much like a lot of the political stuff right now is a distraction when we need to be focused on the actual messages and the science. And the science has been hidden because it is an advanced technology, charged density plasma. When you use it with agricultural seeds, crops, biofuels, <clears throat> ultimately Penny and Lefty discovered that those seeds are growing 30 to 400 percent 
more food and biofuel per plant with up to 75% more nutrition per seed. This is the most important discovery about crop circles because this actual advanced technology, ancient technology, could help to bring our food supply back. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.